and welcome back. What a hiatus we have been on with our uh, podcast right now. It's one of those, it's summer, we are going on vacation, or as you Brits say, holiday. Um, so, my holly bobs. <laughs> we took some time off and we are back now. So this is the first podcast since we have gone on vacation, aka holly bobs. And now we are back and jumping right into it. We do have, if you've noticed, uh, you have improved chemical minds exactly the same. But you'll notice down below, we have Thomas Cooper, who is a new member of the Senso team. He's having some uh, camera issues right now. Yeah, we're getting there. And it's, we're, it's fine. Every, I mean, every podcast I listen to now, they always have, because someone's on Zoom and their camera is really terrible. Um, So yes, Thomas, yay! We're so glad to have you on our team. Hello. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Yay! And so we and first week and feel already on the podcast. Alright, talent. Okay, You're the only other member of the Senso team that's been on the podcast. Really? Yep. And I'm I'm only a week in. A week oh, in. So I might have to stop the video just because just for a bit while I try and get this fixed. It's fine. I mean, we can audio. You can keep uh, talking, and then when you get your video fixed, you can join back in. Yeah. And while he's doing that, this is our favorite segment. What beer are we drinking this time? And I can only imagine I'm the only one that showed up with a beer this time, right? I have got a beer, but I'm a little bit nervous about drinking it because I think I might be wired for the rest of the night if I drank it. Oh, well, I want to start with mine. While not technically a beer, I have been saving this specifically for our reintroduction. Uh It's called the dark side. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, you've been saving that for this, haven't you? you I've been I had to like the whole shirt. Holy shit! It's cider, and you know how I feel about cider. Um, but you don't like it. Well, it's not my favorite. It's not like my go-to. But as soon as I saw it at the store, I was like, oh yeah. Um, so this is Bishop Cider Company. It is a Texas. Um, uh, oh my gosh. Look, it says pew, pew, pew on the top. I just saw that. <laughs> Holy crap. Focus, you F. Focus. Oh, I can't get it to focus. Um, it is it a says Texas- pew, pew, though. It does say pew, pew, pew. I, I can't get it to focus. There. Yay! And then this is a, uh, it is a Texas Brewing Company, and it says it's tart and menacing. This is a... All natural, gluten-free, oh my lord, all natural, gluten-free, vegan-friendly, no sugar added, no fruit essences, nothing you can't pronounce, only the things you want, black currant cider. You know what? I don't care what's in it, as long as it's alcoholic. I don't need all that. But it says, may the tart be with you. That's great. So we shall see. We've done this before, and I've been like, oh, this is terrible. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> so I will See, definitely. I didn't know they were supposed to be drinking beer today, so I've got my uh, my Kraken rum and Coke. That's... Well, when you get your camera back on, you can introduce the Kraken. Shall we pause? I'll go get my beer. So we'll pause. You can edit this bit out. Pause. Then you can sort his camera. Well, out. I actually have something else to talk about that doesn't really need you, Owen. So while you do that, I'll talk about that. Wow. I have a shout out. So I have a shout out to a very dear friend of mine. Lauren, you can find her on her Instagram, which is Selden, S-E-L-D-E-N underscore Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N. She is a local artisan. She is typically a, uh, usually she does jewelry. She's a jewelry professor at a college. 
she also does metal sculpture, but during COVID and Corona, she has spent her time making masks to, for fundraisers to give away to, you know, people that need it in the industry, as far as nurses, doctors, teachers, and that sort of thing. Because uh, she is a friend of mine, she got something, she has made me a series of masks and she bought some special fabric and that's what I'm showcasing today, which is, these are Day of the Dead Star Wars, a custom mask Ooh, that. that she has made for me. This is part of a series that she has done. And I loved it so much. I honestly wanted to give her a shout out. So please go follow her on Instagram. She also has jewelry, being that that is her main career, that she is selling um, off of her Instagram. It is amazing. She's an amazing artist. Um, she does other things besides jewelry, but I feel like a plug there was necessary, being that it is Star Wars heavy today. I got my beer. All right, let's see it. It, it, I'm gonna be honest with you. It's making me nervous about drinking it. Well, don't it drink the whole. Like, just take it. Just put it. Take a sip and put it down. I, I think I'm gonna to have to take it. <clears throat> so you're gonna like the name. I think the I think the the design of it is very cool. So <laughs> it looks like an energy drink. <laughs> Caffeinated alcoholic beverage called Dragon Soup. Dragon Soup. Oh, is this Seven like four logo? <laughs> How cool does that look? A lot though. It's, it's, yeah. For those listening on, um, and well, yeah, Google Podcasts and that who wasn't watching it on YouTube, it's a red can with a very dragon esque feel to it, <laughs> and it's it's an alcoholic drink and it's called Red Cola. It looks like I mean Michelle at Friendship would love this. Oh my gosh! I think, yeah, wouldn't she? So is it not a beer? It's just an alcoholic, caffeinated beverage. A dragon soup is a flavored fermented malt beverage containing so it's malt high level high levels of caffeine, thirty five <laughs> milligrams per hundred mils, blended with taurine. Uh, I don't know how you say say this. But I've never known how to say it. guarana. Well, we say guarana, but I'm sure we're pronouncing that wrong because hello, Texan. So. <laughs> And delicious flavors. Mm. <laughs> it's got the word delicious flavors. I like how they don't list what those flavors are. <laughs> well, so we obviously have a lot of uh, medical warnings, and it says <laughs> drink responsibly. The UK chief medical officer recommend. Oh, no, that's normal. I thought that was something about caffeine. Well, pregnant people can't drink this. Well, taurine is the main ingredient in Red Bull. Yeah, it's the main ingredient in most energy drinks, but we'll give it a try, see what it tastes like. Do you know what taurine is? It's called red cola flavour. Okay. Hmm. Tastes like Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. It's, it's Red Bull. Oh, I'm not going to enjoy that. No, don't drink the <laughs> whole thing. Like, that is, if that is tastes like Red Bull, that would be the biggest can of Red Bull ever, and you're going to be like crazy faced until tomorrow. So don't drink that. No, I'll be like, well, my, <laughs> if I have drank all this now, towards the end of the podcast, I'll be like. It's like uh, that Red Bull and vodka, which I never understood. Like, oh, Red Bull and vodka is beautiful. I'll, I'll drink that all day, oh but this, this is not Red Bull and vodka. No. You can tell you haven't been on a night out over here if you haven't had Red Bull and vodka. <laughs> I was a bartender. I know what Red Bull and vodka is. I don't like it. I would prefer... Johnny you, Walker. You haven't been on a night out over here on Red Bull. And I have been on a night out over there that we're not, not going to talk about. 
Ooh, we're not going to talk <laughs> about my nights out over there because Thomas, she hasn't been. Thomas, she hasn't been on a proper night out over there. No, no. I have. You just weren't you there. Haven't. You weren't no. there. You weren't there. I don't. I don't need to be there. I know I'm for there. a fact. There was a night. There was a Philadelphia. What nightclub was it? Which what was was what? Which nightclub? What's the name of the to? nightclub? Oh, I don't go to. I don't. I'm too old for that. Nonsense. See, see, I told you she That's hasn't. That's not a night out, then, is it? No, you haven't been on a night out over it. I don't like. I don't like loud music, and I just don't like that. I don't like people. You don't know don't until like... you, you don't know until you've done it here in the UK. Oh, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. That is an old school. You say um... you don't like it, but you've never done it. <laughs> That's the problem. You're saying you don't like it. You've never done it. I've never done, done heroin, and done... I don't like it either. <laughs> Well, I will There's say, a lot again, of things I haven't done you, that I know I don't like. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't tried heroin, so you don't know. But obviously, you're not going to do it because well, it's. I mean, if the, here I'll the make government, you a, the government don't advise against going on night out. Yeah, here I'll make you. I'll make you <laughs> if I will make you a promise right now, hand on the podcast. When all of this Corona nonsense is over, and I come over, I will, I will give you an evening, and we'll go to a nightclub and Ooh. i will at least be open to it me. oh god don't like <laughs> preface it with that like don't go into it with like oh you're gonna hate this but you gotta go <laughs> i'm not the best person to go on the first night out in, in the uk with thomas you gotta fix your camera boo come on yeah i'm trying i'm a trying okay it ain't working um, too great <clears throat> i've got a nice little decanter of uh of a crack and rum and I've just got a nice bit of Diet Coke, chucked it in a glass and that's me. All right, Thomas, we just became best friends. <laughs> I'm living that good life. <laughs> All the things that since you have been here, we've like bonded over and I was like, I love cracking. Like it's one of my favorite yep. things. <laughs> so yeah, you got to show on the bottle. It's very, oh, it's so cool. Isn't that cool? It's got a nice little, well, that is the cracking in it. Being up a boat. I yeah, I have stuff. a bottle in my kitchen, but I don't. I'm I'm like in like I have a stand. Like it's it's I'd have to move it to go get it. I promise you, it's it's over there. It's over. <laughs> it's over there. Um, but yeah, it's one of uh. It is an every a now and again treat because I'm not oh, a yeah. sweet. I don't like sweet. I'm less uh, savory salty. But for some reason, I do like that one. And uh, so it's in my cabinet and every now and then. I'm like, mm, you know, a little cracking. Hmm, why not? Have you ever seen that one, Owen? What? <laughs> and on that bombshell, we're going to move on. <laughs> Sorry. I am being very easily distracted today. And uh, yeah, I've been doing Is it because I, of the four loco you just drank? <laughs> well, I've only had four sips of it. So, no, yeah. I, I don't know if y'all know what four loco is. No, I ain't got a clue what four loco is. It is an insanely alcoholic caffeinated beverage that was popular Ugh. here in the early 2000s and people were like way ODing on it and you could buy it at gas stations and stuff it's still available like a Bailey's or is it no it's like a it's like a, it's like a tall boy can um, they look like if you if they look like the sort of cans that if you they've got multiple colors colors of the rainbow and if you drank the, one of the colors constantly, you'd turn that color eventually. Yeah. And I don't think people, <laughs> it's like, um, you know, pina coladas and different things. It's, it's so flavored that people don't realize 
how much alcohol is actually contained in them. And they were like getting alcohol poisoning and all these people were like going to the hospital for it. And it got pulled from the shelves temporarily, but it's back. You can go buy a Four loco right now. And it is the most insane thing ever. Like, I don't recommend it. It's just whenever, whenever you pull that up, I was like, oh, I know what that is. That's Four loco. Doesn't okay. sound like it's for me. No, it's not. It's for like stupid high schoolers that don't know how to drink. <laughs> Today's episode is exciting. It's the movie one. We're gonna talk movies. <laughs> I don't even know where to this start. This is why I'm here. This is why I'm here. I don't even know where to start. I'm so excited. Like I'm in my chair. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is literally going to be our opinions and not accurate information in any way, shape, or form. But that doesn't matter. I don't even know where we're gonna start. Where we're gonna end. What tangents we're gonna talk on. But just like we had the gaming episode the esports episode this is the movie one so we're going to talk about favorite movies terrible movies um i can only imagine a different um i'm trying to think of the word i my brain went totally blank right there uh facts factoids that factoids about movies i don't know why oh whew, like the windows starting screen right there <clears throat> so that's what we're going to start off with obviously in my top 10. Now, while not surprisingly enough, number one, and I will explain why here in a minute, Star Wars is obviously one of my favorites. Um, not the terrible ones that came out <laughs> with Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> the ones we shall not name. That pissed me off. Um, but yes, the, uh, of course, Star Wars with all my Star Wars is dear near and dear to my heart i'm sure you guys have maybe a series or a specific movie that is your favorite yeah i was just like anakin i hate sound i just hate <laughs> it. it gets in your feet it's, it's awful I actually can't. I can't you kill younglings <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so owen you got a favorite one i can't pick one no no I think if i was to make an actual choice hmm It's tough. I kind of like the new ones, but they just don't have that same feel as the old classic ones, like the ones that have come out fairly recently. Yeah, I mean, Empire. What do you mean, a favorite Star Wars? Were you talking about favorite Star Wars? Either or. Favorite? Well, I mean, we are talking favorite Star Wars, but you are more than welcome to talk about your favorite oh, movie. Oh, favorite Star Wars. Um, I actually, I like. I think Rogue Company. Rogue One. Rogue One. Rogue One. Not Rogue Company. Rogue, I'm thinking Rogue Company because there's a game to called be Rogue fair, Company. Yeah, I, I, I did like Rogue One. I Rogue did like one, Rogue One too. I think Rogue One was my favourite. Um, don't get me wrong, I like the old ones, but I'm not nostalgic. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not really too fussed about all the old graphics. I mean, it's impressive, don't get me wrong, for what they did back then, but I like the new stuff. I like all the fancy stuff, and I love Rogue One. I think Rogue One's storyline was, and it filled a little bit of a gap as well that needed filling in. So, yeah, it was good. I like Rogue One. I agree. Uh, and I do I actually know. like all the new. I actually like all the new ones. Mm -hmm. The only one I didn't like was the. I think it was Solo. The Solo one didn't make sense to me. I think it was the the Han or Han, depending Han. on who you talk to. This yeah. is probably going to be very spoiler heavy for any movies that we we reference oh, as well. God. Like, so we're just... going to have to put a massive spoiler warning out there for anyone that's watching. <laughs> for any of these movies, just be prepared to just cover your ears and be like, no, no, <laughs> no. It's not a spoiler cast. I don't care. 
<laughs> it's not anything that's come out right I'm now. I'll put that warning out there. People will be mad. Well, who goes to the movies? Like, you can uh, go to the movies uh, right I didn't now. know he died. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Guess what? Darth Vader's his dad. Like, holy yeah. shit. Why <laughs> 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 didn't you tell me? I literally, I was so excited to experience that moment that I had when that little nugget was revealed. Because I remember when I first saw it, I was like, no, it can't be his dad. Like, I remember how, like, I was stunned. And so my girls, when they were at the, about that appropriate age, about, I think it was like five, five or six, we showed it to them and they had the exact same reaction. They were like, mom, did you know this? Why did you tell them? Have you watched all the films in order with them? Um, we have not watched them in order. We've done something, I think it's called the machete order. Um, we have done that. There is, uh, yes, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to explain. There is a website where they have taken all of the films. Now, this was prior to some of the new ones coming out, but they rearranged them so that in chronological order, you watch them. You know, there were some new ones. Without episode them. one. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, episode one was included. <clears throat> Um, but so if you watch them in a certain order, you can actually watch them as chronologically they happened instead of where it kind of bounces mm -hmm. around different things. And it's called the machete order. Um, I can only assume if you look that up now, it's a website, they have included the new ones in there. So we have done that. Um, but again, not with the new ones. And I found that infinitely fascinating to kind of see, you know, when you watch it as it's occurring in, in time, it, it's really interesting to watch it in that way. Um, but we have done that and so but we've seen all of them the girls have seen all of them we back when movies was actually a thing you know we went to movie theaters and um, I did dress up in my full-on Obi-Wan Kenobi fan play fan oh, cosplay oh, sorry <laughs> I have to edit that out crap crap we can't curse um, oh. uh, so don't curse Thomas so yeah no <laughs> jar jar uh, the first and I'm blanking now, the very first um, Disney release of the new one, we, I had to miss work and I dressed up full cosplay and we went and saw it. And it was, uh, it was, it was worth it, but I didn't, I haven't worn the cosplay in any of the other premieres after that, but I've always seen them on the day they were released. So, which I've got a question around yeah. Star Wars because I'm not, uh, I'm <clears> not a, and I don't get this. I've never, I've never understood Star Wars fans hate of this. Why do, why do you hate Jar Jar Binks? Thomas, I'll it's let you a, go first. <laughs> there's this whole thing that he could have been Sith or something because he, what was it he did? He betrayed, he, bet, he betrayed them in some way. He always led them into really shitty situations, well, really bad situations. So. Mm -hmm. um, like every time he was like, oh yeah, let's go here. There was a war or some, some sort of battle going on that they had to fight in and yeah. I think in the end people started to suspect that he was part of the Sith. There's, there's something very specific that I've missed, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But at least I'm sure you know what it is. It's is, that, is, that the, is that the reason they hate him? No, I mean, that's part of it. it it's many-layered. It is essentially it is a caricature of what I'm trying to think of the most PC way to say this, of an ethnic group that this 
this yeah. character embodies and it is very offensive it is very very offensive um and if you watch it with that kind of filter on you can see it like how did this get approved and just the fact of the dialogue that was given to him the way he interacted with the other characters the i know that he's the rosencrantz gildenstern of of star wars he's the comedic relief but in no way was he smartly written to be the comedic relief uh, we as fans absolutely we're fine r2d2 cp c3po comedic relief it's fine uh, we don't we appreciate that when it's well written but it was so poorly written and included in and like i just felt shoehorned into it i don't know what account executive thought that they could possibly send sell merchandise off of this strange character but i have yet to meet a person that has had anything positive to say about the jar jar binks character other than they're just trying to be ironic or go against the herd there is no redeeming qualities in that character at all um, so I, I, I wish that that whole, that whole person could have been cut out of those films and those films would have been a lot better. Um, but that, but it, it's only episode one that he was really winning because he only said two or three lines in episode. I'm reading up on this, by the way. Oh, <laughs> yes. When he, he says does nothing in episode three. Yeah. And he, he says does... a couple of lines in episode two, but it's episode one where the real issue seems to lie with him. Because but episode one had so many of its own flaws. So, I mean, yeah. we're nitpicking as far as See, this is what <laughs> I'm saying. Like, if you, if you know what I'm, if you know what I'm referencing, then it's, mm, it I is, you mean now. exactly. It is wholly offensive. Uh, I mean, I actually had to watch and go back and watch episode one. I had to go back to the movie theater. That one, when it released, I waited. I was one of those people. I camped out in front of the theater in Dallas, waited to go see it. And about halfway through, I walked out. I was so disgusted by not just that character, but just the movie as a whole, because I had been waiting my whole life for Star Wars to be rebooted. You know, these are my, this is my childhood and I'm so excited. And I walked out because I was so disappointed. I remember standing outside, just crying, just crying. Like, oh my God, they've ruined it. <laughs> I had to go back the next day during a matinee and force myself to watch the whole movie. And I still had the same reaction. I was just like, I'm how George, why did you, you've let us down. I'm so upset about this. It has gotten better uh, since Disney has taken over. I don't mind it. I don't mind the Disney merger. I think it's good for the the um, continuation of the series. I'm excited I don't think to George see George Lucas has any input on it though, does it? Not on the new one. Not after Disney took over, no. Um, the basic canon of it has been just taken out. Like, well, because there's a bunch of comics that were released after the, all of the original movies came mm -hmm. out. Yep. And there's a bunch of canon afterwards. Like, one of the funniest ones I know is about um, Boba Fett. So, you know, Boba Fett gets eaten by the Sarlacc um, in the Sarlacc pit. But then in the comics, he doesn't actually die. He escapes the Sarlacc pit. Uh, but then gets captured by a bunch of sand people and then immediately gets jumped back into the sonic pit. And that's nice. basically it. Sand people, they walk in a line, so you don't know their mm. numbers. I was going to ask, is, is there any sort of films that anyone's gone to see that uh, you sort of camped outside of movie theatre like you did, Lisa? Owen, did you do that with any, any films when you were a kid? Or no, not at all. No? Not, not at all, really. Um, I mean, I've always wanted to see... I, I love films, don't get me wrong. I love watching movies, but I've never been like... Um, 
bit like Star Wars fans where they're so like. Well, I just realised why I like Jar Jar Binks. Oh no, please don't be one of those. Uh-oh, yeah, this podcast going downhill now. I know, yeah. I just realised why I like Jar Jar Binks and it's because of my age when it came out. So I watched it on the year it came out. Like, I think I went to, did I go to the cinema and watch it. I think I went to the cinema and watch it. Because I was only 12, 13. Oh no. I gotta look at 19, 1999. Yeah, so I was just—I was just the year I was born. No, <laughs> no, no, oh no! Jesus, I was a freshman in college. Well, I was just about to go to <laughs> secondary school. So I would have been... In fact, I was still in junior school. So I think depends on, time, depends on the date it actually oh, came out, but it says 1999, and I think it's because he was a lot more child friendly mm-hmm. or kid friendly which is probably why i liked him and it's a reference I'm, I'm just reading a bit about the actual person who played the character i mean there was a bit of a racial backslap backlash that's probably that that's word. what i was referencing yeah. without referencing it dialect spoken in the west indies but the guy playing the voice isn't a isn't a white man <laughs> He isn't a I wouldn't really say that the character, in my opinion, I mean, he's done that voice himself. He's been asked to play a voice. But I think it's, I think it's unfair to say that the voice is racist, I think. I don't know. It's, it it's, it's, a well, bit, it's a little racist. It's just, it's just a, it's a smidge racist. Have any of you seen the uh, Christmas Star Wars movie? The, the the TV Christmas special, yeah. yes, where they go into the Wookiee. Oh, it is an Ewoks, yeah. absolute catastrophe of yeah, and you epic. Meet, and you meet Chewbacca's family. You meet and his. You realize yeah. that he's been naked this entire time the because entire they wear clothes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is on YouTube because bef- it was, it was, in this. A early 80s mid mid to early 80s and it was only on vhs and of course all vhs copies of it have disappeared because what a hot mess so but it is someone has scrubbed it and put it onto youtube and it is 45 minutes of your life you're never going to get back but it's oh, worth it's pure beauty in my eyes oh but if you are a true star wars nerd it is something you are fascinated by because you cannot believe that they signed off on this um mark hamill made an appearance like it's it is terribly it's one of those it's so bad it's good i guess yeah. in some yeah. respects um but you said about canon or, oh that's what i was going to say canon there is a fan fiction which is a terrible genre to ever get into because it's typically always sexually oriented between characters and it never makes sense but there is a fan fiction series of books where they dive into chewbacca and the wookies and actually prove in a way that the Wookiees were older than Yoda and everybody in it. And they were the ones that were pushing everybody into the separate ways that made this timeline happen. They were Mm. slowly conjoling and making friends and becoming part. That's why Chewbacca befriended Han Solo to make him meet these people and kind of push him into the different areas that he needed to be so that he could rescue these twins that needed to be part of this. Like they're the ones that kind of made this happen and it's infinitely fascinating. 
Um, I will try to find it. It is very hard to find now. Uh, it was a very uh, small series that came out in the late 90s. And so I will try to find it and hopefully it's something available. But it's something that is a very good read um, if you are into that sort of fandom arena. But I think we should, of course, this entire episode could be about Star Wars. <laughs> There's so many things that we can, maybe we'll come back and revisit it. But I think as a movie, as a whole, we should talk about other movies besides Star Wars. Um, because, yep. Owen, you are not the Star Wars Guy. Oh, don't get me wrong. I like Star Wars, but I'm not a uh, a religious nut fan like yourself. A super fan. <laughs> a super fan. <laughs> so, what's your sort of uh, niche in movies? Then? If you if you were to answer a pub quiz on any movie, what would it be? Thomas, you're going to have to explain pub quiz for our US listeners. You don't have pub quizzes in. We do. Do they have pop, I think they have pop quizzes. I think it's a pop quiz over there. Right. I want to, I want basically, to... just but they don't have beer in there. Go to a pub, and there'll be a guy there that just hands out a sheet of paper, and he'll have a microphone, ask you a few questions, and if you win, well, you have a team, few teams, answer a few questions, and if you get them all right, well, whoever gets the most right, might might get a little prize at the end or just a little pat on the back. It's a nice little social activity to do with your friends. I mean, we have it here. Um, I think they're called like Geek Quiz Night or something like that. It is not, it has become more and more popular, but it was something that was a millennial thing that kind of came about um, past the time that I did that sort of thing. But um, I don't know if some of our listeners would, because we do have some listeners here in the States would know what a pub quiz is. So sometimes like that, where I'm like, I know what it is because I hang out with you British people all the time. And we may have to explain. Just like I have to explain some of the things I talk about that are American-based, which I can't think of any right now. <laughs> but I'll get there. But yeah, what's your, uh, what's your jam? Um, I don't know, because uh, I like so many. It's very hard for me to go, oh, I love this one movie. But... I like them all. I don't really like focus. So like, I'll watch a film. And I probably won't watch it again for another couple, two, three years again. Um, the only movie in my life, and this is going to sound weird, but it was back when I was a kid. The only movie that I watched religiously almost daily for God knows how many months was um, Hook when I was a kid. <laughs> Hook. That was then, not what I was expecting you to say uh, at all. I was a kid. You got to remember, I was a kid. I was a, li I was a little kid, and Hook was the only film I watched every day with Robin Williams in it. I watched that film every day for it must have been two, maybe three months. <laughs> I love anything, anything with Robin Williams in. Oh yeah, yeah, same here. I can remember God, where I was when the uh, the man passed away. It was one of the very rare things. He was. Yeah, it was sad a sad day that was. It was very oh, sad. I was in America. I was in Germany when that happened. Yeah. Because so, I don't uh, think a lot of people realize how much he struggled with depression, being such a charismatic person and so funny. I mean, you know, obviously, if you look at back at being a stand-up, he was a heavy drug user for a very long time. I mean, it's very. It, there are. It, it's since it's been scrubbed a little bit. But if you can find original recordings of his live performances, he actually does cocaine on stage. Um, he had like a, a French, no, uh, I don't know, a screen, like a, 
I don't know what it's called, where it's like a folding screen that you use if you're like changing clothes and you like girls in like movies will throw stockings over it, whatever. So he had a screen that was like folded behind him and he would walk around behind the screen. You could, he, you could see, you could hear him snort a line and then come back out and then he would deliver the next 20, 30 minutes of his ramblings and then he would go back around and go back around. Um, so I don't know if that played into it, but I think a lot of comedians suffer from that and it was very... I remember again, like you said, Thomas, like, wow, that was, that was a hard one. That was one of those losses mm-hmm. that really hit a lot of, of people. Cause you didn't think, you know, it's Robin Williams. He's hilarious. Um, you know, he's yeah. Aladdin. I think it's, Aladdin. Recently he's a genie. The, uh, it's recently been the anniversary of the night at the museum movies. I think that was the third one. It's been a few years since that's been maybe even 10. And I mean, most of his characters that he embodied, now he did do some darker movies that were t- not very good, but I can, I can understand as a performer that he wanted to kind of explore that kind of dark side. I can't remember which one it was. He was like the photo lab guy that he like stalked the girl through the pictures that they, he processed at the photo lab. Um, he did a couple of those that were a little dark, but other than that, his filmology is, you know. This is doubtful. <laughs> So now, one of my favorites, one of my top threes, I would say, would have to be Goodwill Hunting. I, know, I love that film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the there's a spin-off movie which has got uh, a spin-off version of Goodwill Hunting in it called Goodwill Hunting Hunting Season, where it's just basically they get the original cast from Hunting uh, Goodwill Hunting, um, and they for the pub scene, you know, where he sort of says, "How'd you like them apples?" and they mm-hmm. reenact the scene, but it, they just make it so much funnier. And oh, like Matt Damon's in it, and all the original cast. Oh, it's so funny. I love Goodwill Hunting. It's stupid. It's such a good film. Good, Goodwill Hunting is a really good film. I love that film. Yeah. Uh, Dead Poets Society. It's not your fault. Yeah, uh, that was, I mean, fault. it is something, um, maybe, I don't know if that's something you ever, it was kind of before both of y'all's, but Dead Poets Society oh, is, no. is really good. Dead, um, yeah. I Captain, My Captain, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, just there's so many different things but I mean I remember because I wasn't a kid kid but when Aladdin came out and he was the genie what a, a command performance as an animated character like that made that whole movie and even today even though I've seen it a hundred billion times it is still wholly entertaining like if I mm-hmm. sit down right now with my girls and watched it I'm gonna laugh at everything that he does it is it, he embodies those characters um, same thing with Miss Doubtfire that it is just ridiculous. And at its core, if you think about the premise of Mrs. Doubtfire, where <laughs> he's trying, pretends to be this woman to be in a house of children. <laughs> you know, and, his children, his children. I know, but still, it's a little, it's a little <laughs> sociopathic if you think about it at, it, at its core, that, that, that he thinks that this is a, a grand solution to this problem. But yeah, and then the, I can't remember the one where he was a doctor with the, that he, help the oh, children the, the rubber nose yeah mm-hmm. and he goes to court I can't mm-hmm. remember what um but I yeah I I really anything that Robin Williams in is always really good um and mm-hmm. I, I another, another film another film uh, and it's with a very similar character to him that I could quite easily do a pub quiz on as the Truman Show oh I recently got my friends to watch that because they hadn't seen it and Truman Show is it. a fantastic film yeah mm. It covers, it's it's not just a good movie, it covers a lot of ethical and moral issues as well. It does, yeah. That's one of those I actually rewatched just recently. Um, it's, on Netflix, it's on Netflix at the moment. 
it, it was, you know, in Corona, there's not much to do. You can't go anywhere. So we kind of went back and started looking at movies that we hadn't watched in a while. And that one, that one was kind of struck a chord because uh, I remember it bits and pieces of it. But then when you watch it again, you're like, wow, okay. Like, yeah, this was really kind of a comment on society and the different nuances of it. And then there was another one that I can't, oh God, I can't remember the name of it, but it was where everyone is a black and white. And then they slowly um, become aware. And when they become a self-aware, they change into color. Um, God, that's going to bug me now. But that was another one that I was like, I forgot how beautiful that movie was and how kind of poignant it was for times. So I'm going to look it up. So again, mm-hmm. y'all are going to have to take over the conversation for a minute. <laughs> no, but I think with, going back to Aladdin, because um, they had the recent Aladdin, which had Will Smith. Was Will Smith the genie in that one? Because they have all these live-action yeah. versions now, don't they, of all the movies? Yeah. I think that was quite yeah. a difficult thing for Will Smith to have to do because I don't think I think a lot of people would agree in saying that Robin Williams. But as soon as you think of the genie, you think of Robin Williams's voice as the genie. Yeah. You don't think of anything else. Um, but yeah, those. The, I'm not sure how I feel about the live-action versions. I mean, some of them are really well done, but don't really feel they're needed. I, I, I'm I'm quite nostalgic, so I quite like the old versions. But of course. Um, each to each their own. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of any of them. And I will say right now, there's a very funny thing that's happening on Reddit where they are getting ready to remake Home Alone and there is a petition. Well, that, oh, I forgot, I forgot about that. Oh. That has a petition right now that, that has point, a lot of signatures. Thing, that is one thing I'm against. That is one thing. That is the one thing. I, I, I don't get me wrong, I love a remake, but you do know, do do not touch that film. No, it, it is. does not need to be It does not need to be remade in modern times, but they want to have Macaulay Culkin come back at now and no one address in the film that he's like into his 40s. <laughs> that he well, replays so his character. Yes, he is the kid in Home Alone, but no one addresses the fact that he's not a child anymore. <laughs> Yeah, the Wet Bandits. Owen and I have an inside joke about Wet Bandits. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there is a, if you have seen that on Reddit right now, there is. And Macaulay Culkin is not for it. He has oh, said. I've, I've, I've seen it. He, uh-huh. he has, uh, made, yeah. Yeah, he's getting on with his life. He's, he's certainly moved past the Home Alone stage, I think. Well, Talking of Night at the Museum, you know they're going to remake that as well. Why? It's so good. It's not, what need. it's not even an old film. Why did he to remake it? There's no need to remake that. It is. They announced it at the same time as Home Alone, apparently. Mm. Do you? I didn't realize that um, the uh, and I know I, his name is on the tip of my brain right now. That played. Uh, I don't want to say the Egyptian guy, but the Egyptian guy in it. Oh. But, Prince? No, I don't. In Prince, Night um, of the Museum was. Um, oh, God, no. What's his name? A, um, but he was in that kind of esoteric, very crazy hacker series that came out um, with. Was Mr. It, Robot. Yeah, Mr. Robot. Um, that's the same person. I was like, no way. And I was like, holy crud, that is a Tim. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, I will think of his name in a minute. Um, but yeah, he he was the, it was the same character, and it just kind of shows his range of like, wow, you know, I didn't put the two and two together. Um, a, a quick sidebar reference: the black and white movie I was talking about earlier was Pleasantville. Um, 
where they it's it's very very good if you if it it is at least worth one watch um it is something that is it's a very beautifully shot movie i think i've seen pleasantville but i can't remember it you probably have it's small town it's kind of like small town 50s everything is in black and white it is and then you Mm -hmm. have these young kids that start going against the social norms when they start becoming self-aware that this is not how they have to live they become they turn color like uh and they're outcasted from society there's a whole war about black and white versus the colors and the, uh, of course there's uh, the underlying you know what i'm getting at here mm-hmm. but the movie itself is beautifully shot and there is a a scene that includes a it's like a stained glass window but a painting on a window of a cafe that is it is a beautifully shot scene and that's the film degree in me coming out where i'm like it was the camera and you know it was it's a very beautifully shot scene so if that one's a, a, a lot you know at least an hour and a half worth of your time to, to catch if you haven't seen it i'm just texting you i'm just i'm just reading up about, I'm, I'm reading up on the home alone remake and yeah. um <laughs> I've seen Macaulay Culkin's response to it where he's, uh, and I've just tried to text you the image so you can actually see what I'm talking about. But he's actually, (laughs) there's a picture of him on his sofa with what looks like takeaway boxes and takeaway food on his lap with his belly half sticking out. He's got a laptop on his his lap. He's in shorts. And uh, (laughs) he's basically, the caption on Instagram says, uh, this is what an updated home alone would actually look like. (laughs) 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 which is to me absolutely ridiculous because if you look at the premise of home alone it could have been solved very simply with a cell phone which wasn't available at the time so how are they going to remake it now where kevin could have been like mom you forgot me can you turn the van around and come get me Solve. I want to know if they can get Donald Trump back in there. Well, they already they, they already took him candidate. out of. Well, they already took him out of it. They digitally yeah, so, removed Donald Trump from the Home Alone scene. Yeah. So you're also. I'm gonna hate this actor who's playing the Macaulay Culkin's character. He's fo- He was funny in a film that I saw him in Jojo Rabbit. So oh, that it, kid. The, yeah. You won the glasses. Is it the, is it the same? Oh, no, not the main character then. Not the, the main character, kid. no. The, the little chunky kid with glasses. Yeah. Do you remember him? Because yeah. we, we went to see Jojo Rabbit at the cinema, didn't we? And I hated that film. I loved it. Uh, <laughs> I hated it too. <laughs> but it I didn't want to say anything. Because everybody, because we went with a, a customer uh, the, who's going to be no, on the didn't. show. Yeah, we did. We went with Ty. Oh, yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah. Ty is going to be uh, on the show. Ty loved it. We went with another colleague. And I think he liked it. Um, yeah, Matt liked it. But I didn't want to be the person because everyone was having such a good time because we saw it. Oh, no, to be honest, I didn't like it. I, I, the experience of being where we were was great, but I didn't like the film. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what I'm referencing, Alamo Drafthouse is a very famous set of cinemas here in the States that there is one in London now where, um, it? yeah, it, it, um, the, it started in Austin and it is a movie theater where you can go and eat and drink. Um, but the way that they have done it, the way they staged the chairs, it, you don't, you're not removed from the film experience when a waiter, because of the way they have done it. And it's not like bar, it is really, really good food. It is really good, you know, signature drinks. And they do a lot of <sighs> movie. <laughs> 
Yeah, I told you, there's a lot of, uh, they'll do like special showings where they'll have food and drinks that are associated with the movie or, um, mm. you know, how they do like a Rocky Horror Picture Show. They'll do sort of that kind of nostalgic things with movies where you can come and dress in character. And it is kind of like a niche market for really involving people in the movie experience. So if you ever get a chance to go anywhere to an Alamo Draft House, Owen can attest to, it was one of the things that I was very excited to take them when they came over to Texas too. Um, it is an experience in and of itself. Um, it is a lot of fun. So uh, they make their own previews, which I find hilarious. It is usually a lot of local actors and students that do previews of their home movies. And then they make uh, short previews about turning your cell phone off because they have a hard and fast cell phone policy. You get one warning. And if you break it after that, you are ejected from the movie theater and not refunded your money. They, they, they take their cell phone policy very, very seriously, uh, which I appreciate. I, I can't find this London Alamo draft house. I promise you, I heard it on a podcast at some point that he was saying that he has, uh, he's going to open up one in London, which is, yes, I have, yeah. I'm sorry, I keep touching my eye, guys. I, I have something in my eye and I know so, there's people out there that are like, stop touching your face, but I have something in my eye. I can't get it. Get your finger. Oh my God, Thomas. That's such a dad joke. <laughs> I, know, I know my sister, my sister will, I don't think my sister, because my sister spent, I think it was Texas that she went to. She watches this as well, so she's going to text me after she's watched this. But I'm sure she went to Texas. I don't think she went to an Alamo cinema then when she went in donkeys years ago. Um, <laughs> another British phrase for you. <laughs> but she, I don't think she went to an Alamo, but I know for a fact that she would love to go to Orlando because she is a yeah. massive movie nut. Yeah, and it is. It is. I, I hope that we get to the point where we can go back to movies because it is something anytime I'm in Austin, I always make a point to whatever is out, we will go to an Alamo draft house. Um, one of my favorite experiences I had there, they did the Sherlock Holmes, the, the remake ones with the... Uh, Downey Jr. Yeah, um, they did, this was after they, what is it, two or three of them? Are there two? There's two. There's two. So they, they play, you, you paid for essentially just one movie ticket, but you got to go and see, they did it all. Oh, they, nice. they showed them, yeah, yeah. but everything was themed like, because you pay, I think you actually paid a little bit more. So maybe like $25 a person, but however, you got to experience, you know, you got to watch both films. Um, you got a, a meal that was Sherlock Holmes based, um, drinks that were based off of it. Um, in, during the intermission, they had, uh, characters like local theater that they came in and did some of like the, their versions of it. It was very, very well. It was, it was, fun. Yeah. it was very fun. It was like, an evening it was like you had gone to the theater that really and they did it around Sherlock Holmes and it was it was a fun night um it started at like six o'clock and it was like two o'clock and I was like I'm so tired um but yeah that that sort of thing they do um and speaking of I did reference Rocky Horror Picture is that a thing that y'all do over there okay so. I've never heard of it I don't know about <laughs> I've, heard of the, I've heard of the Rocky Horror Picture show but I don't think it's very religious. Anyway. Rocky Horror, but not Picture Show. Um, so Rocky Horror Picture Show is an amazing movie um, that, uh, um, how do I explain it? He's a sexual alien. 
it doesn't do justice. You have, there's no way. So Tim Curry, um, for it's fans. It's so bad, it's good. So no, it is, it is amazing in of its own. It's not so bad, it's good. It is amazing on its own. So if you've seen Clue and it's kind of that, it's kind of that crew, you know how actors will, they'll form like a group of people that they'll continually do movies together. And it's yeah. again, sort of that sort of vein where it's Tim Curry and a kind of group of people that they, they have formed. So the short story is a very straight laced couple get lost on a road they're driving in the rain and they show up at a house where this sexual alien they don't know who he is is rocky uh or not he's not right anyway uh, um they go inside and shenanigans happen um there is it is there's music there's dancing it is bonkers it is crazy it doesn't make any sense um damn it janet is came out of it it is an amazing movie and so what is very very popular here is at drive-in movie theaters or small movie theaters or you know small town movie theaters they'll do a midnight showing of rocky horror picture show people will dress up as their favorite character and if you know some of the characters in it it is incredibly to see there's underwear lingerie like men in drag it is the funniest thing ever and you do things like you throw bread at the virgins <laughs> like you have to bring stuff with you or there'll be some theaters I that will actually i don't know um they'll bring they'll give you like a bag of all the props that you need to like interact with the movie and they'll have people in front of the screen that are acting out the parts as it's happening on the movie so they'll have any virgins and the virgins will come and you throw bread at them um there are different things like you as you sing songs there's like different you know like it's like you know uh, owen to reference peace piano bar when we were singing different songs and we all knew like the extra lyrics that went in and like this it's similar to that that yeah. there you know we know the props that we need for it and it is incredibly fun it is a lot of fun to get dressed up and um have props and sing songs and everyone is on board with the sexual alien <laughs> i am not doing rocky horror picture show justice in the least it is something you need to go watch that's where that meme of i know why i've heard of it now patient comes it. from yeah from his character i know i have got a friend who's into that sort of stuff so <laughs> that makes sense why i've heard of it now <laughs> yeah a, a Transylvanian transvestite. It is. Oh. Uh huh. Yeah. It is. He, so yeah. But he looks like he looks like Sasha Baron Cohen, the one character in that. But yeah, he creates a sexual being that then doesn't sleep. It sleeps with this Janet character and damn it, Janet, and it's very very funny. Um, very Sounds like it's very uh, scary movie esque sort of thing. Um, it was done as a kind of tongue-in-cheek variation of a scary drive-in movie theater sort of thing. But at the time that it was created and released, there was not anything that, you know, focused the sole main character was a transvestite and not like a light transvestite, like a full-on, full-on Transylvanian mm. transvestite. <laughs> yeah. 
So I, Thomas, if you get a chance, watch Rocky Horror Picture Show, but do it with friends. Sure. Like do a whole thing, like bring your friends, do it, come in like with it. This is really, it's going to be a very silly movie with that kind of. I've got a group of friends that would love that kind of thing. It's best done with copious amounts of alcohol. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is incredibly silly and you will get lost in it and you will find some of the music in it. Uh, very, very funny. So mm. fingers crossed that that comes back because I used to do that all the time. Um, we would go with a group of friends and do the midnight show and dress up and, you know, we'd have our bag of stuff. So It's on the internet if you want to look at the props that you need to take with you. Sorry, super yeah, sidebar. Me and my but... friends, oh, <laughs> me and my friends like to do a uh, sort of drink, uh, if we're having like a chill night in, we'll have like a drinking game with movies, like the classic Christmas diehard drinking game that we did. <laughs> on Christmas, which is whenever they say some a specific person's name, you have to drink and then whenever there's an explosion or whenever somebody dies, you have to drink. But yes, yeah. You it's only when you do it you realise actually how much people die and that person gets quoted in that movie. But yeah. Die Hard movie's not, not too bad. I've only seen it once so I can't remember it very well. But. Die Hard yeah. is definitely in my top 20 and the whole debate about whether it's a Christmas movie or not. It is a Christmas yeah. movie. It absolutely is. There's a Christmas uh, tree in it. It yeah, happens it's, at it's, Christmas. It's at Christmas. Yeah. It's at there's Christmas. Christmas. There's a, and there's a Christmas tree in it. It's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas party. <laughs> no, it happens at a Christmas party. Nakatomi it Towers. Doesn't it doesn't matter. There's a Christmas tree in it. That's, it's, that's the name. Yeah, Nakatomi. Once there's a Christmas tree in it, once there's a Christmas tree in a film, it's a Christmas movie. Um, he has that famous line of come to LA <laughs> and he's like bloody and it's the heavy shoes and he's got like a it's very I love I really have a soft spot for Bruce Willis so die hard and I golly there's like five or six of them yeah again one of those movie series where they kind of lost you at some point where I didn't need to die harder I was pretty good with just die harding the first time I mentioned earlier that while Star Wars is, of course, very high up there in my list of movies as my absolute favorite, and number two, Thomas knows what my number two is, is uh, Pacific Rim. But number oh, one, yes. drum roll please, Fifth Element. I cannot tell you how many times I've seen Fifth Element. I have lost count. That is by far my absolute number one best movie, hands down. Everybody should love it. It is entertaining. Bruce Willis as well, isn't it? It is Bruce Willis. It yeah. is um, a running theme there. Yeah, I know, right? I didn't mean that. Um, Chris, uh, the comedian, that is hilarious. Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> plays an amazing, plays an amazing role in there. Um, Mila Jovovich. Um, you can't go wrong with Mila. Wow. I, I think she's a very underrated actress that any role that she embodies, she's really good in, but she's definitely good in that one. And it is something I have to be careful when I watch it with people because I tend to start Love quoting every line. She was, she was in Resident Evil as well, wasn't she? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, I think that's how most people are going to know her is from Resident Evil. So, yeah. If you have not seen Fifth Element, please go watch it. It is uh, it's an amazing piece of cinema. But I think I think Fifth Element is probably on a lot of people's, at a certain age group, probably their top list. Yeah. Um, the well, other one, think, sorry, go ahead. No, well, I think for my number one or number two, I just, I get kind of stuck between a baby driver and La La Land. Bit of a, bit of a contrast, but I just love both of those movies. Edgar Wright is a 
huge fan of Edgar Wright. Love his movies. I agree. Any sort of thing he directs. Oh, it's beautiful. I love the way he films stuff. Yeah. Uh, Baby Driver. While you have to watch it for the art direction and the way it's shot mm. and the lighting is mm. and the way it interacts with the music, it is the amount of effort that went into that movie. It is every little every little nuanced thing in there from the jacket that he wears to how he sits to how he the car reflects while he it is those yeah. type of little and then little the callbacks because some of the most of the stuff he says towards the end of the movie is a callback to something mm -hmm. that somebody yeah. said or something he saw at the start of the movie and it's just oh it's perfectly placed together and I think Edgar Wright is brilliant at making things connect in a way that's just so satisfying to watch but yeah we're getting getting into the fancy stuff now and la la land that was the one that they had the mistake at the academy awards correct that Ooh, i think so yeah they it was either they they said that they won and they didn't or they said another film won and they won i can't remember exactly yeah, I remember which there way was some sort of confusion about that i can't remember what it was specifically i think it was they said that they won but they didn't it was another movie mm. um so, and I hate that because if, if it's, that's the case, then I would say that it, for that one, it's beautifully shot. If you're not into musicals, yeah. don't watch it as a musical. Watch it as a beautifully shot film. Uh, I, I, I like it you. for the musical. A lot of people don't like it. Like the people that are into musicals that I've talked to about it, they say they don't like it because it's, they just don't like the feel of it. But I'm, I'm quite a big jazz fan and I play piano. So I've learned all the, all the different songs of La La Land on piano just because I love it so much because I think the music's pretty good in my eyes but a lot of people don't agree I, I i agree with you i think it's i i completely agree that is a it is a beautifully shot film i mean mm. there's a difference between a film and a movie you know <laughs> pacific rim is a movie <laughs> <laughs> robots versus aliens come on it doesn't get yeah when someone's fighting with a boat you know, yeah. So if you made the boat into a sword, like why they didn't do that at the beginning? I was like, why didn't you do that from the beginning? Um, but which is funny, uh, kind of a side story about Pacific Rim. The guy, the main character was the main character in Son of Sons of Anarchy, which is a huge at the time a very, very, very popular television show here in the states. And he plays like a southern hard, hard ass biker in a biker gang, and shenanigans ensue. Um, and, and then he's in Pacific Rim and he, I always assumed he was American given that he, his Southern accent was hard to replicate. And then he did like a panel at Comic-Con and he's British. And I was like, yeah. what? Okay. Is he playing a character? I'm very confused because is he Southern? Is he like training for something or is he actually British? Yeah. <laughs> it that was, was like, like Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie, when he um, went to go, because um, he applied to be House, they wanted someone that was full-blown American. They didn't want they didn't want anyone apart from an American to do it. So they wanted look were looking for something with a strong American accent. They didn't really mind where from. And then Hugh Laurie came in, obviously famous British actor, um, and he put on this American accent. And they full full full-heartedly believed he was American, and they cast him for the role. And it was only after that he had his audition that they were like. Wait, that guy was British? <laughs> <laughs> I guess a Southern accent is a lot easier to do than I thought. I don't mm. know. I mean, I can't do British for, I mean, Owen has heard me try to do British and it is. Gone, oh, goose, goose. Goose. No, yeah, it is. It is awful. No, it is. It is not. Uh, hello. Uh, it is basically that. It, it sounds yeah. like I'm trying to be fancy and it's sarcastic and I'm not making fun of anybody. It is 
it is something don't worry next time I'm over there and there's a few drinks I will bust out to kind of poke fun at some of our friends but um it is not something I want to be on the internet for the rest of my life of like my terrible provision <laughs> person nation <laughs> oh, I keep drinking this it's horrible don't to put it to the side like get, get it away drink. get it away from you like don't <laughs> I, i'm gonna get another drink after this oh, <laughs> so it is. looking at it it's such a pretty picture that i'm just like mm. <laughs> no if it looks pretty it must taste pretty <laughs> that's that's so funny in so many different levels i don't know how to start unpacking that like i'm just gonna let that just over <laughs> And our audience can take my giggliness with what that oh, means, however they mean. I think I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I don't think before I speak, but <laughs> it's fine. This is a this is a heavy mouth diarrhea sort of show. <laughs> we get into things. We're like, I can't believe we said that. Um, I actually need to go now. By the way, guys, are we are we already have we already got there? Off eight. Oh yeah. <laughs> really. It goes by. If you can carry the conversation on. Um, <laughs> yeah, this has not been a very Owen I've heavy. Uh, I've <laughs> Sorry, <told> Owen. <laughs> okay. You guys have very different tastes in films to me, so it's hard for me to. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you may have film tastes that our audience has that Thomas and I may not. I mean, yeah, but I'm not a massive like factoid on movies though, so I don't like. So I can talk about movies and films that I like, but I don't like have loads of factoids about them, if that makes sense. I've got really obscure ones. So, Owen has to go. It's late. It's late. It is. Late. I'll see it you both soon. I will speak tomorrow to you. at work. Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow yeah. <laughs> Catch you all Still later. New work to do. Bye. 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 Thank you, everyone, for joining us this week. Uh, wow. The sidebar rambling was intense. <laughs> it's nice to be back um i can't even tell you what next week's episode is going to be about at all uh we do have i know we say this every episode we do have guests lined up we were thomas i don't know this is your new we have had such an, a terrible problem with guests uh we have them lined up and something will happen last minute uh, to the point where something happened like right before uh, we were started filming on some of them and they just couldn't join us so we've only had one guest but we have so many people that want to be guests on this show so we are desperately trying to arrange this. We have arranged it with customers and non-customers and people that we find interesting that we're going to bring in. So please come back for those. I'm about to do the boring stuff at the end. So if you know what I'm about to say, please feel free to leave right now. Like, comment, and subscribe. Hit that bell icon. <laughs> I sound like <laughs> such a dorky YouTuber every time I do this. I hate it. <laughs> make sure that you check out our old podcast we are on all platforms if you're watching an audio there is a video version if you're watching video there's an audio version um what am i forgetting thanks for having me oh dude i i, I have enjoyed this immensely it is yeah. a subject obviously you could tell that owen was not crazy about I'm, doing I'm with pleasured me. to have to be on this podcast on <laughs> such an occasion because <laughs> as soon as i said the movie one i was like do you have someone you can bring on <laughs> yep. but uh, for I've, gaming i've enjoyed it immensely yeah oh, I, I have enjoyed it as well uh, and if you've seen the gaming episode you understand what i'm talking about because that is definitely his kind of his jam is the game oh yeah yeah. I and mean, I don't really, I, I'm not a gamer in any stretch of the imagination. I'm a bit of both. I like to dabble. <laughs> you know, here and there. 
<laughs> but again, thank you everyone. Uh, stay safe out there and we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.